0: Amen. Hallelujah. God bless everybody here today. we am going to go right into praise and worship today. Hallelujah. What were, we, what were we watching? What the AD. The Bible continued. Amen. Okay. Hallelujah. Amen. Thank you, Lord God. Hallelujah. I'm going to start off uh, Capable God by Judy Kay. Um, I'm sorry, not Judy Kay. It's Mary, Mary Wool. I don't know how to pronounce her name, but it thick it is UK not sure hallelujah 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 Jesus mm-hmm. Capable God, capable God. What can't you do? What won't you do? Nothing impossible. What can't you do? What won't an impossible without God? You do not lie, you do not fail What is hard for you to do, it doesn't exist It can never ever exist Oh, you do not lie, you do not fail What is hard for you to do, it doesn't exist Oh, it can never ever exist Oh according to your knowledge and your will for me what you say you have done i just need to align if you are not a man that changes your mind those that know you will trust in you not in horses and chariots By the arm of flesh, no man can prevail, you do no man, no man, my confidence is you, what is hard, what is hard for you, can never ever exist though, you do not lie, you do not fail, what is hard for you to do, it doesn't exist though, it can never ever exist though. You do not lie, you do not fail, what is hard for you to do, it doesn't exist though, it can never ever exist though, those in all you will trust in you, not in horses and chariots, body or my flesh, no man can prove it. As Abraham and Sarah and the woman with the issue of blood. Nothing, nothing too hard for you. as mama and oh, now blind by my fears, Make you go as the lights. Absolutely nothing hard for you. No man, no man. My confidence is you. When it's hard, when it's hard for you, it can never ever exist, though. You do not lie, you do not fail. What is hard for you to do? It doesn't exist, though. It can never ever exist, though. You do not lie, you do not fail. What is hard for you to do? It doesn't exist, though. It can never, ever exist, though. Those are not what you are trusting. Not in horses and chariots. All oh, the armor my flesh, no man can breathe in. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord, Thank you, Lord God. Hallelujah, God, Jesus. Mm. Instrumental from H.C. Music. Mm. Sweet Jesus, you're the wind beneath my wings. Sweet Jesus, you're the melody and harmony. Sweet Jesus, you're the eyes that I see through. Sweet Jesus, yes, a dance into your tune. For as the deer pants for water, so my song longs for you. Forever and ever, yes, my heart beats for you. As the deer pants for water, so my soul loves for you. Forever and ever, yes, my heart beats for you. Something more than gold, I've got something more than gold something more than gold. I got something more than gold. If all I got is Jesus, I got something more than gold. I'll tell it to the world that Jesus is more than gold. More than gold, I got something more than gold. I'll tell it to the world, Jesus is more than gold, more than gold, more than gold. I'll tell it to the world, Jesus is more than gold. It's such an honor that you call me your own. Your love is unchangeable, keeps coming after me. Shepherd of my heart, I love you, love all. Treasure of my soul, I stand in all of you. As the dear pants for want so my soul longs for you. Forever and ever, yes. My heart beats for you, as the dear pants for wants her soul. My soul longs for you, Jesus. Forever and ever, yes. My soul beats for you. Something more than life. I got something more than silver. Something more than gold. I've got something more than riches. If all I got is you, Jesus, I've got something more than gold. I'll sell it to the world. Jesus is more than gold. More than gold I got something more than gold I'll tell it to the world Jesus is more than gold Something more than gold I got something more than silver Spirit of the Lord within me Is something more than gold Something more than gold something more than silver the spirit of the Lord within me is something more than gold hallelujah thank you Lord Jesus hallelujah Lord Jesus hallelujah Jesus hallelujah Lord Jesus hallelujah Lord Jesus Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus.
1: Hallelujah, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Adonis, you can get more
0: than you, just amazing, Jesus. delicious. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. It's tremendous. mm -hmm.
1: In Jesus'
0: name,
1: in
0: Jesus' name,
1: in
0: Jesus' name, I can conquer all things. In Jesus' name. Oh, in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name, I can lift the bread. In Jesus' name, I see bone of bone and to flesh. In Jesus' name, we can heal the sick and raise the dead. In Jesus' name, there is nothing that you can't do, nothing that you won't do. Oh, Jesus, we can count on you. In Jesus' name, we'll see it through. Oh, there's nothing that you can't do, nothing that you won't do. In Jesus' name, we'll see it through. Oh, in the name of Jesus, call upon 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 the name of Jesus, and Jesus' Jesus' name, nothing that we can't do. In Jesus' name, Lord's gonna see us through. and Jesus' name, nothing that we cannot do. And Jesus' name, Lord's gonna see us through. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. Hallelujah, Jesus. Thank you, Lord God. Hallelujah, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord God. Hallelujah, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus.
1: Hallelujah, Jesus.
0: Light of the world, is step down into darkness. Open my eyes and let me see. Beauty that makes this heart to adore you. Hope of a life and with you. Here I am to worship. King of all days, oh, so highly exalted, glorious in heaven above. Humbly you came to the earth, you created. All for love's sake be careful. Here I am to worship. Here I am to bow down. Here I am to say that you are my God. You all together love me. All together worthy. All together wander. Won't you be. Mm. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Easy. 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 I'll never know how much it comes to see my same. Upon that cross, I'll never know how much it costs to see my Upon that cross, here I am to worship, here I am to bow down. Here I am to say that you're my God. You are together lovely, all together worthy, all together wonderful to me. Hallelujah, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you Lord, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Thank you Lord Jesus. Thank you Lord Jesus. Thank you Lord Jesus. Thank you Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord God. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Sentient silver is now clinically shown to support cognitive. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. sorry guys i'm not gonna try sorry i was trying to do it in hebrew but I can't read it that fast. <laughs> Amen. That was, hallelujah. Amen. <laughs> time for another time on that. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord God. Hallelujah, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord God. We prayed with no proof anyone could hear, in our hopeless song we barely understood. Now we are not afraid, although we know there's much to fear. We were moving mountains long before we knew we could. There can be miracles when you believe. Though hope is frail, it's hard to kill. Who knows what miracles you can achieve when you believe? Somehow you will. You will when you believe. In this time of fear, my prayers often and in vain. Hope seems like a summer. First, is swiftly flown away, and yeah, now I'm standing here, my heart so full I can't explain. Seeking faith and speaking words I never thought I'd say. There can be talk when you believe, no hope is free, it's hard to kill. Who knows what miracles you cannot achieve when you believe somehow you're you will when you believe. They don't always happen when you are and it's easy to give in to your face. But when you're blinded by your pain, can't see your way straight through the brain. A small, steady, resilient voice says what this very name There can be miracles when you believe, don't hope it's fresh It's hard to keep. Who knows what miracles you can achieve when you believe? Somehow you live You will when you me me you, you will when you me you Hallelujah! Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you. I don't know how this one goes, guys. Feels like I've been miles and miles. Feels like it's an uphill climb. Sometimes I get weary on the way. I look back at where I've been, when I look back, I'm sure of it. I was right there in your arms and I can't say. Every moment of life. God, you never left my side. Every valley, every stone, you were there, you were there. I don't need to know what's next, you'll be with me every step. Do it on, do it on. I can see you carry me. There are just, I wonder if you can fix the mess I'm in. Times when nothing seems to get the way it should. But then I look back on every season, and I could find this ten thousand reasons to trust you work all things for good. Every moment of my life, God, you never left my sight. Every valley, every food you were there, you were there. I don't need to know what's next. You'll be with me every step. Do it all, do it all. I can see through the winds and the waves, through my worst mistakes. To the times I thought I walked alone, you were holding me, you were whispering, I will never leave you on your own, every moment of my life, God, you never left my side, every time, every storm, you were there, you were there. I don't need to know what's next, you'll be with me every step, do it all, do it all, I can see, every moment of my life, cause you never left my side, every valley, every storm, you were there, you were there, I don't need to know what's next, you'll be with me every step, do it all. Do it all I can see, you carry me, God, you carry me, amen, hallelujah, Jesus, thank you, Lord God, hallelujah, Lord God, thank you, Lord Jesus, thank you, Jesus. Thank you. And let's see if I can find this song. I'm not gonna sing this song, but this song. This is one of the songs that stuck out to me just a couple years back um, when I found this girl, her name's Mariah Peters. And she um, was just so on fire for the, for the Lord. And when I met, when I, I mean, I didn't meet her, but when I like seen her music, in her videos it really really showed me like what looking like like praising the lord and being on fire for him and love with him like really looked like and this is one of the songs that really really um stood out to me i just wanted to play it for you guys amen hallelujah hopefully you guys can hear it
1: (laughs) Thank <laughs>
0: Never sing it on a key. Song of love for you. Join in a family. Join in a harmony. Listen to the Lord of God. Listen to the family. Oh, 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 oh. I love you, Desmond L.A.P. Oh, okay. I'm sorry you guys can't. Um,
2: yeah, I can't really hear it. it, it yeah, it's a little kind of muscle. Yeah. well,
0: I'll do it. I'll have to do an acapella then, <laughs> okay, all right, I'll just do an acapella., oh, keep it if I can me, that, me, that, me that temporary real quick just real quick. I'll just do an acapella. <laughs> And then maybe I'll um, be able to share it another time. Um, If you guys want to look up, her name's Mariah Peters. The song's called Melody from Mariah Peters. It's a real pretty song. And in her just journey, she started off at a very, very young age, just on fire for God. And it's just, you know, just her whole um, story is just powerful. And she plays guitar. And just uses her her vocals her you know her her voice is so powerful, so beautiful, and just at a young age, just on fire for God it just um it was a powerful thing for me to see when I was um just a couple years ago, and it really got me back on track with God when i um this is a while back, of course, I backslid quite a bit in my walk with the Lord, but this was one of the times where the songs that she sang really, 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 really stuck to me. So you got this tambourine. I'm going to try to do this song. I don't remember all the lyrics, but we'll just try. And then you guys, I'll put it, I'll type it up in the chat or I'll just text it to you guys at another time for you to look up the song. Or I'll just send it to everybody. <laughs> okay. Never heard a melody before Like the one you gave to me Coming from the purest heart, bringing me a brand new start. Heard it in my darkest times, just about to lose my mind. The song that you sang to me, let me fly and set me. Do do. Doo-doo-doo-doo-doo. Such a lasting, never see, never gonna change the key, never sing it out of key The song for love for you and me. Join in a family, join in a harmony. Listen to the heart of God, listen to the friends in me. Oh, oh. oh. You, that's my melody. Oh oh oh, 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 oh! I died for you. That's what you sang to me. Oh, da, 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 da. Never have said down the sea. Never gonna change the key. Never sing it out of peace. The song of love for you and me. Join in a family. Join in a harmony. Listen to the heart of God. Listen to the friends in me. Oh oh, 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 I love you, that's your melody. Oh, 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 oh. I died for you, that what you think to me. oh. oh, 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 oh. I love you, that's your melody, oh oh, 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 I died for you, that's what you say to me. I something like that, and amen. Hallelujah. Amen. So her name is Mariah Peters, if anybody wants to look her up. Hallelujah. Just wanted to do a little bit, something different today. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Lord is just good. Hallelujah. So, if everybody can look it up, I'll just put it in the chat. I'll just put her name in the chat. I think you guys are really like her. She's just... Uh, I would sing the goodness of God to Sabrina, but I'm, I, don't. <laughs> I think I went past the time here. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. Well, God bless you all. We're going to go right into the sermon. Praise God. Amen. Hallelujah. Jesus. Thank you. Hallelujah, Jesus. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Lord God.
3: amen
2: hallelujah
3: thank you jesus we'll start off with we'll start off with just a, a short prayer hallelujah jesus thank you jesus you are so good to us jesus thank you for blessing us jesus thank you for helping us jesus thank you for being there for us jesus Thank you for being our strength and our help in times of need, Jesus. Thank you for anointing us, Jesus, for bringing us together in fellowship, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus, for coming together, Jesus, to study your word, to to hear your word, to study your scriptures, to search your scriptures, Jesus. Help us to continue on in the Apostles' Doctrine with fellowship, prayer and breaking of bread. Help us to continue on with consistency, Jesus, in this way, Jesus, and love and understanding and willingness, Jesus, to hear your word, to receive your word, Jesus. In the holy name of Jesus, we pray, and we say hallelujah, amen, in the holy name of Jesus, amen. And so we're gonna go ahead and continue Jesus wants us to continue um, our study of the feast days. Amen. And So this uh, particular uh, season, uh, one of the feast days that are going on right now is the uh, the feast dedication. And it's um, almost always uh, identified with the menorah. And um, this is ours that we um, purchased not too long ago. Amen. And so um, again, this is everything to do with um, Daniel 8 and the book of Maccabees, which is in the Apocrypha. And so we're going to take just a short look at it. Jesus wants to take a, a short look at it again about uh, the feast of dedication. Amen. And uh, why it's significant and uh, what it means for us during uh, this time that we're living in. Because during that time, it was a very similar uh, time period. Amen. Uh, bear with me for just a second. I'm going to pull up a video that we can look at, amen.
1: Amen. This is pretty short. Amen.
3: And again, um, and I'll talk about this afterward. Um, this this uh, feast day, which is also known as Hanukkah, um, it has nothing to do with um, any oil running out, and I'll just explain that in just a minute. Amen.
4: You guys hear that? So Alexander reigned 12 years and then yeah. died. And his servants bare rule every one in his place. And after his death, they all put crowns upon themselves. So did their sons after them many years. And evils were multiplied in the earth. And there came out of them a wicked root, Antiochus, surname of Epiphanes. In those days, went there out of Israel wicked men who persuaded many, saying, Let us go and make a covenant with the heathen that are round about us, for since we departed from them, we have had much sorrow, so this device pleased them well. Moreover, King Antiochus wrote to his whole kingdom that all should be one people, and everyone should leave his law, so all that the heathen agreed according to the commandment of the king yea, many also of the Israelites consented to his religion, and sacrificed the idols and profane the Sabbath, and pollute the sanctuary and holy people, set up altars and groves and chapels of idols, and sacrifice swine's flesh and unclean beasts, that they should also leave their children uncircumcised, and make their souls abominable with all manner of uncleanness and profanation to the end they might forget the law and change all the ordinances. In those days arose Mattathias, the son of John, the son of Simeon, a priest of the sons of Joirah, from Jerusalem and dwelt in Modin. And when he saw the blasphemies that were committed in Judah and Jerusalem, he said, Woe is me, wherefore was I born to see the misery of my people and of the holy city and to dwell there when it was delivered into the hand of the enemy in the sanctuary into the hand of strangers. Howbeit all the inmost of them were slain with the sword for they pursued them into Gazara and into the plains of Idumia and Azotis and Jaminia so that there were slain of them upon a three thousand men.
3: Amen. Amen. So that was just a, a brief uh, look at again about the Feast of Dedication, and again, um, when you know you do your own research uh, about the Feast of Dedication or Hanukkah, um, there's a, a myth, um, or, a, or rather a man-made tradition that the that the menorah ran out of light. Um, ran out of oil and they put, they made some, they they only, they put the little bit of oil that they had in it and it lasted for over eight days. And again, that was made, that was um, added in the man-made um, Talmud, um, which was not uh, any part or it any, had anything to do with the Bible at all. Um, and so that's a, um, a myth. And um, also that's the reason why um, most people have a, a menorah that has more than uh, seven branches on it because it, it they, um, it's celebrated. Um, the eight days are celebrated, but the the reason why the eight days is so significant because that rededication period, the celebration of the rededication of the temple was held for eight days. Amen. And so Jesus wants us to know these things because we're living in a similar time, amen, where there are lots of... Um, uh, governments and uh, groups and um, individuals who make us, who don't want us to focus on the word of God. Amen. They don't want us to focus on the traditions of God and what Jesus has told us to do, the things that he has, um, he wants us to obey in his word. Um, The world is straying away from that more and more every day, every year. Amen. And so we've seen a, um, a huge, uh, movement away from the Word of God, especially this year. Amen. So we've seen in the video um some of the um, the pride flags and the Catholic Church and things like that. Amen. So we, we see these things. Amen. And, and so history repeats itself. And Jesus is trying to show us this, these things because he is also the same yesterday, today, and forever. Amen. Hallelujah. So we're gonna go back, Amen, to Numbers 10, and today we're gonna go into the the Day of Atonement, Amen. The last uh, sermon we went into was the uh, the Feast of Trumpets. We touched a little bit on um, more on the Feast of Dedication uh, last time, and that was real brief. Um, but our our last uh, full sermon we went into the Feast of Trumpets, and so the Day of Atonement follows uh, the Feast of Trumpets, Amen. And so we're gonna we're gonna go ahead and we're gonna look at numbers 10. Again, Jesus wants us to go to numbers 10 to look at the, the trumpet blowing a little bit again. Amen. So we're just gonna look at that very, very briefly. Amen. we're going to start in Numbers 10. Jesus wants us to go to Numbers 10. We're going to start right at line one. Amen. And the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, Make thee, or make you, two trumpets of silver of a whole piece. Okay? Shall thou make them, shall you make them, that you may use them for the calling of the assembly and for the journeying of the camps. And when they shall blow, when they shall blow, with them all the assembly shall assemble themselves to you at the door of the tabernacle of the congregation. So when they when you blow, when you blow the first time, um, they come to the they come to the temple, they come to the, the front of the tabernacle, okay. Then it was the tabernacle, it wasn't quite the temple. And if they blow but with one trumpet, then the princes which are heads of the thousands of Israel shall gather themselves unto you. Okay, and that's the leadership, the princes. Amen. So we've read a little bit of, of this in our last sermon on the Feast of Trumpets. And we've seen how um, in the book of Revelation, those seven trumpet calls are the same thing. And that last trumpet call is that same thing, the gather, the gathering to the tabernacle or the gathering to the temple, the holy temple, which is in heaven. Amen. And so um, the heavenly temple. Amen. Because we have, of course, we have um, during a thousand years of, 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 uh, of peace, uh, an, an earthly temple. But then we have the heavenly temple. Amen. Also. Amen. And if they blow but with one trumpet, then the princes, which are heads of the thousands of Israel, shall gather themselves unto you. When you blow an alarm. okay. so an alarm, uh, um, a high pitch, a fast pitch. We know it's something urgent. Amen. Then the camps that lie on the east part shall go forward. They're going to march forward. When you blow an alarm the second time, then the camps that lie on the south side shall take their journey. They shall blow an alarm for their journeys. But when the congregation is to be gathered together, you shall blow, but you shall not sound the alarm. Okay. You shall blow, but you won't, you're not going to sound an alarm. And the sons of Aaron, the priest shall blow with the trumpets and they shall be to you for an ordinance forever throughout your generations and if you go to war in your land against the enemy that oppresses you then you shall blow an alarm with the trumpets and you shall be remembered before the lord your god and you shall be saved from your enemies amen also in the day of your gladness and in your solemn solemn days and in the beginnings of your months you shall blow with the trumpets over your burnt offerings and over the sacrifices of your peace offerings that they may be to you for a memorial before your God. I am the Lord, your God. Amen. And so we probably should have did this on the last sermon, but we're going to, we're going to um, just get, just get a uh, a visual slash um, audio example of what this is uh, like. Amen. It's a little bit of,
2: Amen. Just a brief example.
1: Amen. Uh, let's see here. Mm-hmm. one second here amen amen
3: up and just keep in mind you know we're looking at the day of atonement amen the day of atonement amen and to look at what that's all about amen amen So we have this page that talks a little bit more about the feast days. Amen.
1: God's feast days. Amen. Go here. All
3: right. All right, Day of Trumpets. There's an example of the of the tradition in Ethiopia. Amen. And we're gonna go into the Feast of Tabernacles a little bit later. Amen. Okay, and here. amen so that's just an example amen of what that that uh the feast of trumpets the day of trumpets would be like and of course this was blown over every feast day and so this is this is how the trumpets would be blown or on the feast days amen and so jesus led us back to leviticus 23 we We're want to look at the day of atonement so of course on the day of atonement amen um these trumpets will be blown to let everybody know that you're entering into the day of atonement, which was a time of prayer and fasting. Amen. Amen. So Leviticus, Jesus let us to Leviticus 23. We want to start at line 23. Amen. And just let me know if you guys need a second to get there. And when you're there, just go ahead and say amen. Hallelujah.
2: Amen. Amen.
3: Everybody there?
2: Yes. Amen.
3: Amen.
1: One second.
2: Under your table. i I'm there, Daryl.
3: Amen. All right. To Leviticus 23, line 3, 23. Jesus speaks very clearly about the, um, the feast of trumpets or the memorial of the blowing of trumpets and then going right into the day of atonement. Amen. So it says, And the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, Speak unto the children of Israel, saying, In the seventh month, in the first day of the month, shall you have a Sabbath of a memorial of blowing of trumpets and Holy Convocation. So that was a special day. Okay. That was the Holy Convocation, a special day, a feast day. And it says you shall do no servile work therein, but you shall offer an offering made by fire unto the Lord. And the Lord spake unto Moses saying also on the 10th day. Okay. The 10th day. OK, so the the, the, the the memorial or the day of the blowing of trumpets, the, the feast of trumpets was was that first day of the month. Right. The seventh month. OK, and then the 10th day of the seventh month. OK, so that's the 10th day. Uh, there shall be a day of atonement, the day of fasting and prayer. It shall be in holy convocation unto you. And you shall afflict your souls and offer an offering made by fire unto the Lord. So the affliction of your soul was the fasting, was the in the prayer and the, uh, the humbling of yourself, the simplifying of yourself. Amen. A day of, of humbling, a day of fasting and prayer, strictly focusing on Jesus. Amen. And then it says, and you shall do no work in that same day, for it is a day of atonement to make an atonement for you before the Lord your God. Amen. For whatsoever soul it be that shall not be afflicted in that same day, he shall be cut off from among his people. Amen. And whatsoever soul it be that doeth any work in that same day, the same soul will I destroy from among his people. Amen. So a good way to think about this is, amen. Um, You know, when we go out into... Uh, we like we, we if we went out like a few days ago and it, you know it's christmas time and we see that um all the stores are closed um, everybody's off okay this is the this is the same thing that we would do for the feast days amen so we have to start to think about that because we should be doing these things for jesus we should be doing these things all the time for Jesus, Amen. We should be able to um, to take a, a a break from work or things like the like that for Jesus all the time, Amen. Not just during a certain time of the year, Amen. But it, and it should be for Jesus, Amen. So we, he wants us to think about this. And it says, whatsoever soul it be that doeth any work in that same day, the same soul will I the same soul would I destroy from among his people. You shall do no manner of work, it shall be a statute forever throughout your generations in all your dwellings. It shall be unto you a Sabbath of rest, and you shall afflict your souls in the ninth day of the month, at even, from even unto even. you shall uh, shall you celebrate your Sabbath. Amen. So it says that actually it starts It starts at the ninth day at sundown in the evening. Amen. Just like with the Sabbath. The Sabbath went from sundown to sundown. Amen. So it's the same thing from sundown to sundown. Amen. And so we're going to look at just a few scriptures. Amen. Jesus led us to um, mostly in the New Testament that has a lot to do, amen, with the day of atonement and just atonement itself. Hallelujah, because Jesus Christ was our final and is our atonement for our sins. He was the sacrifice. Amen. Because, you know, if if you um, go back and read it, we just read that, uh, amen, there was a sacrifice made by fire on that day. Jesus was that and is that sacrifice for that. Amen. Amen. And so we're gonna look at and I want to look at as a quick example. Um, amen. When we talk about the Sabbath, um we're gonna look, um, Jesus led us to First Corinthians 16. Amen. First Corinthians 16. Uh, this is Paul speaking to the church of Galatia. Amen. If you need a minute to get there, just let me know. And if you're already there, just say amen. Hallelujah. Jesus is good. Amen. Amen. Now concerning a col- the collection for saints, as I have given order to the churches of Galatia, even so do you. Upon the first day of the week, let every one of you lay by him in stores. God had prospered him. that there be no gatherings when I come. Amen. So money was saved up to help the, uh, the churches of the church of Galatia. Amen. And the first day of the week was a Sabbath because that Sabbath day was considered the first day of the week. Amen. So that gathering was done on the Sabbath. OK, we see this with Paul um, in the New Testament. Amen. The next scripture that Jesus led us to is John one twenty nine, The book of John one twenty nine. Amen. Let me know if you need a second to get there. And if you're already there, just say amen.
1: Hallelujah.
3: So we want to look at what an atonement is. Amen. Atonement is like a... Uh, a cleansing uh, we get more into like when we talked about the feast of dedication it's a, it's, it's similar um, but it's it's there's a cleansing there there's a, a substitution there there's a uh, an appeasement um, to God for sin um, and that, that might not be the best word but a, but rather a, a replacement amen Or or, or put Jesus puts we put something in place of that sin. Amen. And in this case, it was Jesus. He became the sin. Uh, so Jesus led us to, again to John 1 29. The next day, John seeth Jesus coming unto him and saith, behold, the lamb of God, which taketh away the sin of the world, because the sin was put on Jesus. Just like when we talked about the. Um, the scapegoat. Amen. The sin was put on the scapegoat. In this case, the sin was put on Jesus. And that's why it says that Jesus became everything that was sinful. Amen. He became, um, the, the the crook, you know, he became, uh, the adulterer. He became all of that. That's why those, 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 those beatings, the beatings that he suffered, amen, were so bad because he became everything for us. He, he bore our sins. Amen. So it says that he taketh away this the sin of the world. That's what John sees Jesus coming and he can see forward as a prophet into the future. Hallelujah. Jesus showed him that. Amen. The next scripture that Jesus uh, let us see was Romans 3. Amen. Romans 3. And we're going to start at line 20. Amen. If you need uh, a second to get there, let me know. Amen. If you're already there, just say amen. 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 I'm just uh, highlighting amen, because Jesus shows me things while our... (laughs) While I'm I'm, I'm preaching and, and while I'm teaching, he's showing me things. Amen. All right. So Jesus led us to Romans 3, starting at line 20. Amen. Therefore, by the deeds of the law, there shall no flesh be justified in his sight. For by the law is the knowledge of sin. But now the righteousness of God without the law is manifested. Okay, so now the righteousness of God, outside of the law, is manifested. Not well, I wouldn't say outside of the law. Outside of the law wouldn't be so right. Is it that the, that the law is um, taken out of the way? It's still there, but it's taken out of the way, being witnessed by the law and the prophets. So the law was was um, taken out of the way, right? Being witnessed by the law and the prophets. Amen. Because the righteousness of of God is Jesus, which which in Jesus case, he is like the walking, the walking law. So it was like the the man made. uh, Amen. The man made uh, perception of the law. Right. Because Jesus came and gave God's actual words of the law, again, to refresh it on the Sermon on the Mount. He gave us a refresher of the law on the Sermon on the Mount. So he moved the, the what, what we thought about it and put back in what how he wanted to to um to, to for us to see it. Amen. So it says here: even the righteousness of God, which is by faith of Jesus Christ unto all and upon all them that believe, for there is no difference. There is no difference. For all have sinned and have come short of the glory of God, being justified freely by his grace through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus. So redemption, um, amen, has a lot to do with atonement as well as them too. Amen. Whom God has set forth to to be a propitiation, a propitiation through faith in his blood to declare his righteousness for the remission of sins that are passed through the forbearance of God. So, So though God waited, he forbeared, he waited. He waited because remember it said that that um that the world would have been condemned without Jesus' sacrifice on the cross. So that that literally meant the same thing that was going to happen to Is- the Israelites on the mountain when they um when they made that idol, because he said that he was gonna destroy them and start all over again with Moses. So he was gonna do the same thing to the world if Jesus Christ did not come, but he so he waited. Jesus literally waited. Amen. Through that period, through those th- that 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 thirty years of, of of him coming into the flesh and growing up, he waited through that time. He waited. That's why he he, he um when the the when um, Peter and Paul and John and they couldn't cast out the um, the demon out of the little boy. And he and he said, "Remember what he said." Jesus said to them, "How must how long must I wait?" How, how, how long must I forbear with you, you um, you faithless generation he called them a faithless generation because they didn't have enough faith to cast out the demon, because they didn't think they could do it amen, and so he forbear, he he waited amen, and so let's look at the word propitiation because that has a lot to do with atonement, amen so we can look at this um, amen, propitiation what it means and this is this is um gives a lot of clarity on what um atonement means and what jesus did on the cross and and how this day of atonement look forward to the example of jesus amen
1: appreciate
3: Propitiation. Amen. All right. Propitiation is the act of appeasing or making well, okay, thus incurring a divine favor or, or avoiding divine retribution. The act of propitiation, propitiating or appeasing God, spirit of person, atonement, especially that of Jesus Christ. Amen. We we'll me find just another, another, um example here of the word a biblical one amen by which God is rendered propitious by which it becomes consistent with his character oh man sorry guys amen and government to pardon and bless the sinner so I pardon propitiation does not procure his love amen. Amen. It only renders it consistent for him to exercise his love towards sinners. Amen. So, propitiation. Let me go back here.
2: Oh. Not working here. Go back.
3: Amen. All right, so Amen. We basically got a, cl- a clear understanding or appreciation. It means that atonement, appeasement. Amen. Um, but but the, in this case, Jesus Christ did that for um, forever. So it's actually a little bit more than just appeasement because Jesus did that forever. Amen. And so the, the next uh, example that Jesus led us to was in Romans five, just a a, a few a, a chapter or two over. Amen. Uh, we're going to start. Jesus led us to start at line 11. Amen. And not only so, but we also joy in God through our Lord Jesus Christ, by whom we have now received the atonement. Amen. We have now received the atonement. Wherefore, as by one man sin entered into the world, he's talking about Adam and death by sin and so death passed upon all men for that all have sinned for until the law sin was in the world but sin is not imputed when there is no law amen nevertheless death reigned from adam to moses even over them that had not sinned after the similitude of adam's transgression who is the figure of him that was to come so what the scripture is saying what what, what paul is saying with the with what, what jesus is saying to us is that adam was a was a um an example of jesus amen but not as the offense so also is the free gift for if through the offense of one many be dead much more the grace of god and the gift by grace which is by one man, Jesus Christ, have abounded unto many. So he's given to many, okay? Because through the the sin of one, many sinned or became sinful. Jesus Christ gave us freedom, amen. So Jesus Christ, that gift of grace. So he said he held captivity captive and gave gifts to men, amen, hallelujah. So Jesus took us back, Amen to Leviticus 23. Amen. Amen. And we're going to look at, we're going to start looking at here the Feast of Tabernacles. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Jesus led us back to Leviticus 23. We're going to start at line 33. Amen. Amen. We're gonna start right at line thirty-three. All right, so in the last line, uh, Jesus led us to read at even, from even unto even, you shall celebrate your Sabbath. Okay, that's the that's how we do the Sabbath. That's also how we do the feast days. It goes from sundown to sundown. Amen. And the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, "Speak unto the children of Israel." saying the 15th day of this seventh month, right? In the same month, because it's all together, the Feast of Trumpets, the Day of Atonement, and the Feast of Tabernacles. Um, in the 15th day of this seventh month shall be the Feast of Tabernacles for seven days unto the Lord. On the first day shall be an holy convocation. You shall do no so- servile work therein. Okay, it's a celebration. It's a holy gathering. Amen. Seven days you shall offer an offering made by fire unto the Lord. On the eighth day shall be in holy convocation. So the first day and the last day. A holy gathering. A holy celebration. A feast. Amen. On the eighth day shall be. And on the eighth day shall be an holy convocation, Amen, unto you. And you shall offer an offering made by fire unto the Lord. It is a solemn assembly, and you shall do no servile work therein, Amen. And so there are some things um, about the feast days, Amen, so that we um, and we we looked at uh, at this a little bit on the first and second uh, sermon dealing with the feast days that we've done so far we looked at how all the people Do you guys remember when we looked at all the people um gathering together and making the aliyah or, or ascent and travel to jerusalem for the feast days you remember when, do you guys remember when we watched that does anybody remember when we looked at that yeah. amen yeah. so that was a and, and th- this sermon series is called the Feast Days of Joy. And that they really were feast days of joy. Amen. And so um, you would see your family around this time. Uh, you would make friends around this time. It was such a joyous time, amen, that people found their, their wives. Men found their wives during this time. Amen. So we again, like when we're thinking about um, New Year's Eve, which is coming up uh, in the world, this is how it was. It, it was it was very similar to that, except it was for Jesus. OK, it, we weren't celebrating for the world. We were celebrating it for Jesus. We were selling, celebrating it for God and we were celebrating amongst each other. And it was a um, there they were they were holy Traditions. These are holy traditions that we're looking at. Amen. And so this one was especially uh, was very special in in particular, the Feast of Tabernacles, because uh, we would go out into the woods or um, uh, mainly to Jerusalem and around Jerusalem. Amen. And we would set up tents, which is a which the tabernacle is a tent. Okay, because this is what the children of Israel did when they were camping. And and moving on their way out from the Exodus to the Mount Sinai, and afterward, they didn't have any houses that they built. They were traveling, okay, until they got to Jerusalem. They dwelt and lived in tents. So that's what the Feast of Tabernacles is about. Amen. And so, uh, before we look a little bit more at uh, examples of the Feast of Tabernacles, I just I want to show you guys this. Jesus led me and Ashley to this. Earlier this week, let's turn to the book, amen, of Ruth. Amen. Let's turn to the book of Ruth. And I want you guys to really see. And Jesus showed us this. He wants us to see uh, what it really means. What the feast days of joy really, what it really means Amen. The feast days of joy really do mean joy. Amen.
2: Amen. Let's see here. Um,
3: Okay. Amen. So we're going to start at Ruth. The book of Ruth, chapter 2, the very last line of chapter 2, and line 23. Amen. If you need a minute to get there, let me know. And if you're already there, just say amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Amen.
2: Amen. Daryl,
3: you still there? Amen. I'm sorry. Um, so it says here that uh so she kept fast by the maidens in line 23 of Boaz. Because remember, uh Naomi uh traveled out of Bethlehem, right? And she went to um uh, the country of Moab, right? And her sons, her husband and her sons died out there. And so um, her daughter-in-law, her she had two daughters-in-law, one uh, returned back to Moab because she asked him to, to return back to Moab. Ruth followed her back to Bethlehem and decided to follow everything that she did, even the tradition. So she became a Jew. So it said that she kept fast by the maidens of Boaz and she went to go work in the fields and the field that she happened to go work in was Boaz's. So she kept fast by the maidens of Boaz to glean unto the end of the barley harvest. Okay, and remember the barley harvest is literally Pentecost, the Feast of Weeks. That's the barley harvest. Amen. So she kept fast by the maidens of Boaz to glean unto the end of barley harvest. That's a feast day, and of the wheat harvest, okay? The wheat and the barley harvest, that was the that was, Amen. Uh Pentecost, right? The feast of weeks. Amen. And that and and the first fruits amen so it was in that in that time period It was most likely it was probably the, the feast of weeks because it was the barley harvest and of the wheat harvest and dwelt with her mother-in-law then naomi in going in chapter three then naomi her mother-in-law said unto her my daughter shall i not seek rest for thee that it may be well with thee and now it's not Boaz our of our kindred family with those maidens you were behold he went with barley tonight in the threshing floor. Wash yourself, therefore, and anoint you and put your raiment upon you and get you down to the floor. But make not yourself known unto the man until he shall have done eating and drinking. Because during the the, um, the feast days, we ate and drank, we didn't get drunk um, because they did drink wine, but they we, we did drink wine. OK, it wasn't a, um, an, uh, an overabundance of, of wine. But just like when um, how, we, how we showed Jesus during the um, the Passover festivals and the and the and the um the dinner at Matthew's house, the tax collector, they ate and drank. Okay, but make not thyself known unto the man until the sh- until he shall have done eating and drinking, because it was a feast day. And it shall be when he lieth down that you shall mark the place where he lie, He shall lie, and you shall go in and uncover his feet. And lay you down and he will tell you what you shall do. And she said unto her, all you say is unto me, I will do. And she went down unto the floor and did according to all that her mother-in-law bade her or told her. And when Boaz had eaten and drunk and his heart was merry, okay, he was happy. He had a good time. He went to lie down at the end of the heap of corn. And she came softly and uncovered his feet and laid her down. And it came to pass at midnight that the man was afraid and turned himself. And behold, a woman lay at his feet. And he said, who are you? And she answered, I am Ruth, your handmaid. Spread, therefore, your skirt over my over your hand, handmaid, for you are a near kinsman. Okay. And he said, Blessed be you of the Lord, my daughter, for you have showed more kindness in the latter end than at the beginning. And as much as you follow us, not young men, whether poor or rich, and now, my daughter, fear not, I will do to you all that you require For all the city of my people do know that you are a virtuous woman. And now it is true that I am your near kinsman. Howbeit, there is a kinsman nearer than I. Tear this night, and it shall be in the morning that he will perform unto you the part of a kinsman. Amen. And so we know what happened in the story. Amen. Um, that other person that was closer of a of a family member, amen, or kinsman, uh, did not uh want to take on uh Ruth because he had a family of his own. Amen. And so. Boaz ended up uh, marrying uh, Ruth, and through that that um, that lineage came Jesus, came, well, of course, came uh, Jesse, okay, and then came David, Solomon, all the way through the line of Judah, all the way to uh, till you come to Jesus, when we read Matthew, and when we read Luke, amen, and so This was during a feast day. People found their significant others on a feast day, just like how we, you know, nowadays, you know, a a lot of times in the world, um, a lot of people find their significant other on New Year's Eve, on Christmas, on uh, President's Day, 4th of July, all these things. It was the same thing during the biblical times. On the feast days, people met their significant other because it was a holy convocation. It was a celebration. It was a feast day. Amen. So we're going to go back. Jesus led us back to Leviticus 23. We're going to keep reading through this. This is how much of a celebration these days were, but it was for Jesus. That's the difference. It was for Jesus. Amen. Amen. So Leviticus, Jesus let us back to Leviticus 23. Amen. And we're going to Uh, Start at line 36. Amen. Seven days you shall offer an offering made by fire unto the Lord. On the eighth day shall be an holy convocation unto you, and you shall offer an offering made by fire unto the Lord. It is a solemn assembly, and you shall do no servile work therein. These are the feasts of the Lord, which you shall proclaim to be holy convocations, to offer an offering made by fire unto the Lord, a burnt offering. And a meat offering, a sacrifice and, eat, and drink offerings, everything upon his day, beside the Sabbath of the Lord and beside your gifts and beside all your vows and beside all your free will offerings, which you give unto the Lord. Also, in the 15th day of the seventh month, when you shall you have gathered in the fruit of the land, you shall keep a feast unto the Lord seven days on the first day shall be a Sabbath and on the eighth day shall be a Sabbath and you shall take you on the first day the bows of goodly trees, branches of palm trees, and the bows of thick trees and willows of the brook. And you shall rejoice before the Lord your God seven days. And you shall keep it a feast unto the Lord seven days in the year. It shall be a statute forever in your generations. You shall celebrate it in the seventh month. You shall dwell in booths. This is the feast of tabernacles again, dwelling in booths, dwelling in tents, seven days, all that are Israelites born shall dwell in booths. That your generations may know that I made the children of Israel to dwell or to live in booths or in tents when I brought them out of the land of Egypt during the Exodus. I am the Lord your God. And Moses declared unto the children of Israel the feasts of the Lord. Amen. The next scripture that Jesus led us to is Nehemiah 8. Amen. Hallelujah. These were truly feast days of joy. Amen. And we're going to read a little bit more about that joy. Amen. In Nehemiah 8. Amen. And Jesus led us to Nehemiah 8. We're going to start. Jesus led us to start at line 13. Amen. If you're already there, just say amen. And if you need a second to get there, just let me know. Amen. 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 And on the second day were gathered together the chief of the fathers of all the people, the priests and the Levites, unto Ezra the scribe, even to understand the words of the law. Amen. When you look at the leaders of the congregation, it's sometimes referred to as princes. All the times they're also um, referred to as chiefs. Keep that in mind. Amen. And they found written in the law, which the Lord had commanded by Moses, that the children of Israel should dwell in booths in the feast of the seventh month. Amen. The Native Americans also had a similar tradition to this. Amen. And so this is why I um, told you guys um, Jesus wants us to know. Amen. That The Native Americans have a similar tradition. And they called also their leaders or their princes chiefs. Okay. So here we see in the Bible that the leaders were referred to as chiefs. Amen. And so it says here uh, Ezra's scribe, he went to look at the law and he found this. And they found written in the law, which the Lord had commanded by Moses, that the children of Israel should dwell in booths in the feast of the seventh month. And that they should publish and proclaim in all their cities and in Jerusalem, saying, go forth unto the, mount, the mountain and fetch olive branches and pine branches and myrtle branches and palm branches and branches of thick trees to make booths as it is written. Amen. And so we were supposed to take the branches of trees, different trees, and put them on our tents to decorate them because, um, amen, back during the time of the Exodus, they actually used... The, the wood of the trees and the uh, and the leaves to actually make the um, the the actual booth itself. amen. they used what was around them to make the the tents and they, of course they used the fabric that, they, that the um, that they had and that the um, Egyptians gave them of course too to make the the um, the the tents. amen and that they should publish and proclaim, in all their cities and in Jerusalem saying, go forth unto the Mount and fetch olive branches and pine branches and myrtle branches and palm branches and branches of thick trees to make booths as it is written. So the people went forth and brought them and made themselves booths, everyone up upon the roof of his house and in their courts and in the courts of the house of God and in the street of the water gate and in the street of the gate of Ephraim and all the congregation of them that were come again out of the captivity Right from Babylon, they came from being captive in Babylon and they returned back to Jerusalem to start building up Jerusalem and to build it to start building up the temple. They celebrated their first um feast of tabernacles. When they came back, it says of the so those that were come again, them that were come again out of the captivity made booths and sat under the booths, under the tents. For since the days of Jeshua, that's Joshua. The son of none unto that day had not the children of Israel done so. Amen. And there was very great gladness, very great gladness, the feast days of joy. Amen. Hallelujah. The next scripture that uh, Jesus led us to is John 7. Amen. Let's go ahead and turn there. We're going to look at one thing before we go to John 7. Amen. We're we'll to look at one thing before we go to John 7. Amen. One thing. I just want to read you guys this. Amen. About the Native Americans. Oops. I'm going to pull it up on the screen so you guys can see it. Amen.
1: Oops. One second here. Amen. All right. There we go. I'm going to
3: read this to you guys. Just very briefly. Amen. This is from a book that we got from the library not too long ago. amen it says the pilgrims called their harvest feast thanksgiving this false to the pilgrims a true thanksgiving was a day of fasting and prayer sounds a lot like a day of atonement and though they surely prayed before their meal as they always did the pilgrims certainly didn't fast at their feast what we now call the first thanksgiving was really a more of a harvest festival It was a chance for the pilgrims to celebrate what they had achieved and sharing with their Indian friends who had helped to make it all possible, amen. So that sounds like uh, a mixture between uh, the the Day of Atonement and the Feast of Weeks. The Pilgrims' Feast wasn't actually the first Thanksgiving in the New World. The Indians, the Native Americans, had been having similar harvest feasts for many years. Spanish settlers in the Southwest and English settlers in Virginia also had them before the pilgrims even arrived in America. Amen. So it sounds like uh, they were having uh, a feast of weeks or the feast of Pentecost right there in the Native American tradition. Amen. Just wanted to share that with you guys. Amen. Jesus wants us to know, amen, that this is uh, a little deeper than we know. And they were truly worth feast days. Of boy Amen. If we want to look at the closest uh version of what a tabernacle would have looked like, we would look to the Native Americans. Amen. And we would look at the teepees Amen. So Jesus led us to John 7. Amen. 1 through 19. And here we can see a, an example of Jesus at the Feast of Tabernacles. After these things, Jesus walked in Galilee for he would not walk in Jewry, okay, he wouldn't walk in Judah, because the Jews sought to kill him, okay, that was Judah, the southern area of Israel, Judah, near Jerusalem, okay, now the Jews' feast of tabernacles was at hand, his brethren therefore said unto him, depart, leave, hence, and go unto Judea, okay, go back to, to Judah, to, to Judea, okay, that your disciples also may see the works that you doest. For there is no man that doeth anything in secret, and he himself seeketh to be known openly. If you do these things, show yourself to the world. For neither did his brethren believe in him. Then Jesus said unto them, My time is not yet come, but your time is always ready. The world cannot hate you, but me it hateth, because I testify of it, that the works thereof are evil." Amen. And so we're talking about the world. Jesus saying right here that the works of the world are evil. Go you up unto this feast. I go not up yet unto this feast, for my time is not yet full come. Amen. When he had said these words unto them, he abode still in Galilee. He stayed there in Galilee. But when his brethren were gone up, they went he also up unto the feast, the feast of tabernacles, not openly, but as it were in secret. Then the Jews sought him at the feast and said, Where is he? And there was much murmuring among the people concerning him. For some said, He is a good man. Others said, Nigh, nigh or no, but he deceiveth the people. Howbeit, no man spake openly of him for fear of the Jews. Now, about the midst of the middle of the feast, Jesus went up into the temple and taught. Because there were millions of people gathered at Jerusalem for these feast days. They were feast days of joy. Amen. And the Jews marveled, saying, How knoweth this man letters, having never learned? Jesus answered them and said, My doctrine is not mine, but his that sent me. If any man will do his will, he shall know of the doctrine. Whether it be of God or whether I speak of myself, he that speaketh of himself seeketh his own glory. But he that seeketh his glory that sent him, the same is true. And no unrighteousness is in him. Amen. Did not Moses give you the law, and yet none of you keepeth the law? Why go you about to kill me? Amen. 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 So this is an example of Jesus actually at the Feast of Tabernacles, an example in John. The next example that Jesus led us to is in Luke 19. And so remember, uh, the tradition of the Feast of Tabernacles was to get the palm branches, to get branches of trees, and to put them on the tents, on the tabernacles, to cover them. Because during the Exodus, we actually use these things to actually make the tabernacle itself, Amen, because those are the resources that were around us, were the trees and the leaves. Amen. So Jesus led us back to Luke 19. Luke 19, we're going to start at line 28. Amen. If you need a minute to get there, just let me know if you're already there. Just say amen. Amen. Give me a minute. Amen. And so we look at these places, uh, uh Bethlehem. Incredible uh, stuff. Uh, this example, when we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna see Jesus going to a place called Bethpage, Bethany. Whenever we see the word bet or Beth, it means house. Okay, Bethlehem means the house of bread. Amen. So we see Ruth. Um, and Boaz in Bethlehem at the house of bread. Jesus born in Bethlehem at the house of bread. David is born in Bethlehem, the house of bread. Amen. So we see house. Amen. I'm there. Amen. So Luke, Jesus led to Luke 19. And we're going to start right there. We're going to start at line 28. Amen. We're going to start at line 28. And when he had and thus spoken, he went before ascending up to Jerusalem, okay? Like the Aliyah that we saw in our video that we watched in the first and second sermon on the feast days. And it came to pass, amen, when he was come near or nigh to Bethpage and Bethany. And at the mount called the Mount of Olives, he sent two of his disciples saying, Go you into the village over against you in the which you're entering, you shall find a cult tide wherein yet never man sat loose him and bring him hither. And if any man asks you, why do you loose him? Thus shall you say unto him, because the Lord have need of him. And they, they that were sent went their way and found even as he had said unto them. And as they were loosing the cult, the owners thereof said unto him, why loose you the cult? And they said, the Lord have need of him. And they brought him to Jesus and they cast their garments upon the cult. And they set Jesus therein. And as he went, they spread their clothes in the way. And when he was come near, nigh, even at the descent of the Mount of Olives, going down the Mount of Olives, the whole multitude of the disciples began to rejoice and praise God with a loud voice for all the mighty works that they had seen, saying, Blessed be the king that cometh in the name of the Lord. Peace in heaven and glory in the highest. Amen. And some of the Pharisees from among the multitude said unto him, Master, rebuke thy disciples. And he answered and said unto them, I tell you that if these should hold their peace, the stones would immediately cry out. And when he was come near, he beheld the city and wept over it, saying, if you had known even you, at least in this thy day, your day, the things which belong unto your peace. But now they are hid from your eyes for the day shall come upon you that your enemy shall cast a trench about you and compass you round about and keep you in on every side. And shall lay you even with the ground and your children within you, and they shall not leave in you one stone upon another, because you know it's not, you knew it's not the time of your visitation. Amen. And when he went into the temple and began to cast out them that sold therein and them that bought, saying unto them, it is written, my house is the house of prayer, but you have made it a den of thieves. And he taught daily in the temple, but the chief priests and the scribes and the chief of the people sought to destroy him. They could not find what they might do, for all the people were attentive to hear him. Amen. And so when he was going down, um, they were going down, amen, uh, the mountain was going down the Mount olives, amen. We see, if we read the book of Mark, amen. Uh, we can see, and Luke, uh, we can see that he actually, they actually uh, spread palm branches. They they they, had, they were waving palm branches um, in front of Jesus as he was going down the ascent. Amen. And so, when we read this, this what this is, amen, is the feast of tabernacles, the tradition of the feast of tabernacles. Amen. And so, those palm branches, those palm branches, also mean peace, and we know that God is the Prince of Peace. Jesus, Jesus Christ, is, and Jesus Christ is the Prince of Peace and the Lord of Peace. Amen. So, the next scripture that Jesus uh, let us to, Amen, is uh, Luke thirteen. Amen. Luke thirteen. We're we'll gonna start at line uh, line twenty eight. Amen. Amen.
2: One side, you know, we put it down and it Yeah. of like know, it's a long time ago, they're not a
1: regional, but they age really well. The wood frame that he made is kind of bulky looking, and the story of the coming from this museum is pretty good. Cool. Which so, uh, oh, is Yeah.
3: How about, uh, well, Luke thirteen, amen. On twenty-eight to thirty, amen. There shall be weeping and gnashing of teeth when you shall see Abraham and Isaac and Jacob and all the prophets in the kingdom of God, and you yourselves thrust out. And they shall come from the east and from the west and from the north and from the south, and shall sit down in the kingdom of God. And behold, there are last there are last which shall be first and there are first which shall be last the same day there came certain other Pharisees saying unto him get thee out and depart hence for Herod will kill you amen and so Jesus is saying from the north and the south and, and the, the prophets are going to come and sit down in the kingdom of God he's talking about the thousand years of peace and of course going into the new Jerusalem um, shortly after that amen so keep that in mind. Amen. We're going to go back to, to uh, Mark 11. Jesus led us back to Mark 11. Amen. We're going to see, again, that example of the palm branches. Amen. And Jesus is going down that same Mount of Olives. Amen. And we're going to start at line 7. Jesus wants to start at line 7. And they brought the cult to Jesus and cast their garments on him, and he sat upon him. And many spread their garments in the way, and others cut down branches off the trees and strawed them in the way. So they, they put them on the ground. And they, they that, fought, that went before and they that followed cried, saying, Hosanna, blessed is he that cometh in the name of the Lord. Blessed be the kingdom of our father David that cometh in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. And Jesus entered into Jerusalem and into the temple. And when he had looked around about upon all things, and now the even time was come. He went out unto Bethany with the twelve. Amen. Hallelujah. So again, we were reading in Luke 19. I'm sorry, Luke 13. Amen. We see... That Jesus is saying that in the in the kingdom, and this has a lot to do with the feast of tabernacles because it's it's a feast day, amen, or the marriage supper of the land, amen. Before we get there, Jesus led us to Zechariah 14, 16, amen. Zechariah 14, starting in line 16. Amen. <laughs> Amen. And it shall come to pass that everyone that is left of all the nations which came against Jerusalem shall even go up from year to year to worship the King, the Lord of hosts. Okay, and this is this is during the feast of the uh, I'm sorry, this is a feast of tabernacles during the thousand years of peace. Of all the nations which came against Jerusalem shall even go up from year to year to worship the king, the Lord of hosts, and to keep the feast of tabernacles. And it shall be that whoso will not come up of all the families of the earth unto Jerusalem to worship the king, the Lord of hosts, even upon them shall be no rain. And if the family of Egypt go not up and come not, that have no rain, there shall be the plague wherewith the Lord will smite the heathen that come not up to keep the feast of tabernacles. This shall be the punishment of Egypt and the punishment of all nations that come not up to keep the feast of tabernacles. In that day shall there be upon the bells of the horses holiness unto the Lord and the pots in the Lord's house shall be like the bowls before the altar. Amen. So it's talking about the thousand years of peace, the pots in the Lord's house shall be like the bowls before the altar. Amen. And we read about that during our Revelation uh, sermon series and the book of Ezekiel that talks about the temple, the holy um, temple of the Lord during the thousand years of peace. Not the third temple, but the the holy temple during the thousand years, amen, of peace. Yea, every pot in Jerusalem and in Judah shall be holiness to the Lord. Holiness to the Lord. I mean, it's going to be pure. Amen. I'm sorry, it's going to be pure. Holiness unto the Lord of hosts, and all they that sacrifice shall come and take of them and see therein. And in that day there shall be no more the Canaanite in the house of the Lord of hosts. Amen. So no more the Canaanite. Amen. No more a uh, foreigner. Amen. No more heathen, no more outsider, no more worldly people. Amen. Uh, Jesus led us next to Revelation 19. Amen. Jesus wants us to know, amen, that that marriage supper of the Lamb, amen, has a lot to do with the Feast of Tabernacles, and it's related. Amen. Amen. So when Jesus Christ uh, invites us to the marriage supper of the lamb, amen, we can expect something like what we've been shown. Amen. Because Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Amen. What is forever? When we go to heaven, that is forever. Amen. And we're going to start at line seven in Revelation 19. Let me know if you need a second to get there. Jesus led us to, um, to start at line seven. Um,
2: amen. I'm there
3: to say amen. Amen. All right. Let us be glad and rejoice and give honor to him for the marriage of the lamb is come and his wife have made herself ready. That's the church. And to her was granted that she should be arrayed in fine linen, clean and white. For the fine linen is the righteousness of saints. And he saith unto me, right blessed are they which are called unto the marriage supper of the Lamb. and he saith unto me these are the true sayings of god and i fell at his feet to worship him and he said unto me see you do it not i am your fellow servant and of your brethren because he was talking to a john was talking to an angel i mean the angel was talking to him about these things that would come to pass okay i am your fellow servant of your brethren that have the testimony of jesus worship god for the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. And I saw heaven open, and behold, a white horse, and he that sat upon him was called faithful and true. And in righteousness he doeth judge and make war. Amen. Now, Jesus wants us to know that these were and are feast days of joy. We came together. For Jesus, we came together as a family. We came together as a body. We celebrated together and we did it for Jesus. Amen. There were many people. It was a, a, a feast. There were feast days. There was uh, fasting and praying. There was celebration. There were revelations. Amen. Jesus um, blessed us and gave us an understanding. He blessed our, our children and He still blesses our children. Amen. He wants us to come together. And to gather together and to gather together right. Amen. And so um, we're going to look at just a short clip um, that, that explains a little bit about the, uh, just to finish out, the uh, Day of Atonement and of Tabernacles. Amen.
2: 1961 and the bottom of it. So, everyone points that out. This is all a reprint. So, super easy. 100 bucks. Yeah, for a reproduction, I'd be dead. Yeah. It doesn't wear me out. Honestly. It does really not both what I thought they were. I had fun getting them down. Yeah. But, I mean, how often you get to climb around an old hockey talk? What's the hockey talk for? Is that a local base? A local? Yeah. I ice cream oh. <laughs> Ice cream, frank, like that. What about the ice cream sign? Three hundred. Oh yeah. I like, like ice cream. I a dollars 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 do Swims? This is it. The one man band. This is this. The one man collection I found earlier. It Her <laughs>
5: this is found in leviticus 23 24. so this feast began on the first day of the seventh month tishri in a beautiful declaration god commands his people to rest during this time all regular work is prohibited and men and women present a food offering to god this feast lasts 10 days and begins with trumpet blast to signal the time to prepare for the day Jenny of atonement. A and Traditionally, and it's the also YouTube. referred to as the 10 days of awe. It's a time to afflict your soul and engage Never. in serious I'm soul searching. Right now. It's a time to repent and get right with God. So we were over here a couple years ago during Yom Kippur or during these feasts. So this fifth feast is the Feast of Trumpets. So what are the trumpets representing? It's a time for the Jews and even for us today to really do some soul searching to get ourselves right with the Lord. It's time to get right with the Lord because 10 days later, what festival or feast are they going to celebrate? It is the Day of Atonement or Yom Kippur. So it's a time to afflict your soul. It's a time to fast. The Day of Atonement is a day of fasting. So. Unlike the other feast, the fall feasts are a time of soul searching once again and making sure you're right with God to be atoned for your sin. So in Leviticus 23, 24, God commands his people to gather and commemorate the decree of the trumpet blast. So then how does Christ fulfill this festival or feast? Well, in the same way that the Jews should search their souls we should as well we want to be right with the lord but also more than that it's a time wherein christ is going to do the trumpets and then those who believe in him will go to be with him forever so the trumpet here now is fulfilled in christ which will be future wherein some call it the rapture wherein christ will blow the trumpet and all who believe in Him will be caught up in the air, meet the Lord in the air to be with Him forever. So we see in this festival here of the trumpets, we're gonna see two meanings. We're gonna see one immediate, wherein we search our souls to get right with the Lord, but then we also, it's a time wherein Christ is going to come for us and take us with Him to glory. So in summary, the Feast of Trumpets, also called Rosh Hashanah today in Hebrew, points to the rapture when the Messiah will appear in the heavens as a bridegroom coming for his bride, the church. The rapture is always associated in scripture with the blowing of a loud trumpet, as it says in 1 Thessalonians 4, 13 and 1 Corinthians 15. So once again, we see the fulfillment of the festival of the trumpets fulfilled in Jesus Christ. Now we come to the sixth of the main festivals, and this is the Day of Atonement, also known as Yom Kippur in Hebrew. This is a day, actually, that's not really a day of feasting or festival. It's a day of affliction. It's a day of repentance. It's a day of afflicting your soul, fasting, and getting right with God. Now, how is this fulfilled? Well, Christ now is our atonement. He now is our sacrificial lamb who atones for our sins. So yes, we do want to afflict our souls. We do want to make sure we're right with the Lord, but it's a time where Christ then is our sacrifice and he is the one who atones for our sin. So when Christ was crucified on the cross, What happened? The curtain between the holy place and the holy of holies was torn in two, which now shows that Christ has made atonement for our sins and now we have direct access into the holy of holies that in the Old Testament or in the Hebrew Bible, only the high priest could go into the holy of holies once a year after he had made atonement for his own sin, then he would go in and make atonement for the sins of the people. But now through Christ, being our atonement, now we have direct access into the Holy of Holies. And also now we are even the temple itself where God resides. That is an absolutely monumental truth to grasp. Now I do wanna make clear that in this video, I am not suggesting that Christians today need to keep these feasts. What we are showing in this video is that Christ fulfills all these festivals or feasts. But what we want to see is the meaning behind these festivals and feasts so that we can appreciate more what Christ did for us. I do believe that it's not improper for us to, during these Jewish feasts, if we want, according to Romans 14, if you find meaning in that, God bless you. Some Jewish or Messianic Jews, they will celebrate these festivals, but they're not doing it as a way to be forgiven They're doing it as a way to thank Jesus for what Jesus has done for them and to appreciate all that he has done. So again, if you find meaning in these festivals, God bless you, but you don't have to do them to be right with God. Once again, we stand right with God based upon what Jesus Christ did for us, not what we do. Okay, we're saved by grace through faith and not of works. So we don't have to, but if we want to, we can. And if you find meaning again in these, then God bless you. So again, in summary, then we see that Jesus Christ is the fulfillment. He is our atonement for this major, major festival or feast that the Jews would do. So no longer do we have to go to a temple. No longer do we have to do all these things. Now Christ is our atonement. So lastly,
0: Three kitchen hacks, all free on Temu. The last one is amazing. This automatic dumpling... ...could make to 100...
5: We're going to come to the seventh festival or feast or holiday that's called the Feast of Tabernacles or Booths. This is found in Leviticus 23, 34. This feast takes place from the 15th to the 22nd of the seventh month of Tishri. Celebration always follows the Day of Atonement. The Feast of Tabernacles or Booths celebrates God's provision and protection for the people of Israel during their 40 years of wandering in the wilderness. During the seven days of the feast, people live in temporary structures as they did in the wilderness. The Lord himself was with the Israelites in the desert in a tented temple called the Tabernacle So the feast also celebrates his presence as he tabernacles or dwells within us. This was a feast that the male Jews also were required to attend. So the Feast of Tabernacles or the Feast of Booths, pictures when the Israelites were leaving Egypt, they lived in temporary shelters and they actually would live in temporary shelters for 40 years. But it shows we're in a time of celebration So now, this is the seventh feast. We've had the Passover, we've had the unleavened bread, we've had the first fruits, we've had Pentecost, we have had the trumpet festival, we have had the Day of Atonement. And now, in the seventh, now we are free, we celebrate, we're happy, we're right with God. He provides for us, as we see in the booths, even though we might live humbly, He supplies all of our needs, He provides manna in the wilderness, he is everything we need. And it's a picture also that we're in Amen. crisis, Amen. seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things will be added. So wealth is not wrong, but we don't need it to be happy. We could live in simple structures. We don't have to have everything the world has to offer to be happy because in Christ, we have all that we need. In fact, the apostle Paul said, I have learned to live in plenty and in want, because Christ is everything. I don't need everything. So we see then that Jesus now fulfills this Day of Atonement, this festival of the Booths, that through him, we have everything that we need. And then in the future, we will have everything that we need in paradise and heaven. So in Christ, everything that we want, everything that we can long for, Then he provides for us. So we see in these festivals, wherein there's pictures of what God is going to do for us through Christ in the New Testament and how then Jesus is going to fulfill all of these festivals. We can still look at them and still celebrate them if we want and find meaning in them. The great joy is that Jesus now fulfills all of these festivals. So amazing today there's a great weakness in the church the church does a pretty good job on the new testament in fact most churches that's where they're going to spend most of their time is in the new testament but they also have a great weakness in that they don't focus much on the old testament and when you don't understand the old testament then your understanding of the new testament plummets because the new testament is built on the Old Testament. And you won't appreciate all that Christ has done for you to its fullest unless you understand the Old Testament. So in closing, a faith lesson that we could have for this video is that it's important to know the Old Testament. It's the foundation. And when Christ was on earth, what Bible did He preach from? We didn't have a New Testament when Jesus was on earth. He preached from the Hebrew Bible and he would continually say that it might be fulfilled. It is written, have you not read? So again, the New Testament, we want to understand it, but we won't if we don't understand the Old Testament. When God inspired his word, it says, all scripture is breathed out or inspired by God. So every word in the Bible is inspired and it's there for a reason it's there for a reason or god would not have put it there so when i read the bible when i come to places that are not that exciting the question i ask myself is why is it here why is here there's a reason why it's here so instead of glossing over that i'm going to try to discover the reason why it's here so again as we close it's really important to understand the old testament and all of these festivals and feasts that we have just looked at Now is a help for us to understand the Old Testament better. So now we can understand what Christ has done and the New Testament better. So the New Testament comes to life more when we understand the Old Testament. And to the degree that we neglect the Old Testament, we will be blind to the New Testament. So read the Old Testament and the New Testament as well. Well, thank you for watching.
3: Amen. So that was a great, a great sum up of um uh, just a little bit of the Day of Atonement, the Feast of Trumpets, and the Feast of Tabernacles. Amen. And so again, um, me and Ashley and and our children, uh, we have uh Jesus led us to celebrate the Feast of the Tabernacles for a couple of years now, and it's always um, again a humbling thing, a uh a purging of comforts, amen. Uh, from just the, the way that we live now, and just a um, an eye opening thing, and just a giving of revelations and a giving of um, understanding, a deeper understanding of the scripture and appreciation, um, amen. By being out in the from being out in the wilderness, and um, even just our children and 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 just learning ourselves um, in that environment, reading the scriptures in that environment amen and so it's it's truly um, a humbling thing um and and the prayers are that much deeper too when you're outside when you're amongst um nature the things that jesus created um amen and being able to get in touch with jesus in a different way amen so does anybody have uh anything any thoughts any uh anything that stuck out to you any scriptures that stuck out to you any uh, revelations anything that anybody wants to share amen
2: no back no have anything you have anything I have a question Daryl amen I think amen. it was um Leviticus 23 I'm not sure which verse but it was saying that he um, just said not to do any I think he ser- servial work what does that mean
3: so anything anything want to say day. that Would you say on the oh on the I was saying on the
2: Sabbath day. Yeah.
3: Anything um where you're working for anybody, um where you're um serving anybody, if if I'm not mistaken, uh servile has a lot to do with serving serving anybody um or doing any type of service for anybody or any company or anything like that. Okay, no no servile work. And Jesus made that clear. Remember, He said that if um, if somebody loses loses their their sheep or their lamb uh, on the Sabbath day, would you if they, if it fall into a pit, would you not go and get it? Okay. And so that could that could be considered work. That's why Jesus said, and he, he He clarified it again in the um, Sermon on the Mount when He talked about that, because servile work oh. has to do with service. And so you have like if you're if 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 a person has um, Sheep or something like that, and you have to go get it. That is considered work, but you're not, you're not um doing a service for anybody. You're going out and getting that that sheep back on your own accord.
1: Okay, so that's okay. what we're talking
3: about: service, working for somebody. uh which is most of the time that's the to, that's the to servile work. Okay. So it's just like it's okay. just like again, it's just like where we, where we, you know how we how we see that Christmas break. Nobody's working, nobody's uh doing anything, everything's closed. That's exactly how it was on the Sabbath days and on the feast days. It was exactly like that. That's actually the perfect example. Okay. But you know, Thanksgiving too, when the, okay. when, you, when you go out and there's nothing's open, everything's closed, nobody's working. Same thing. That's exactly how it was. Amen. Uh, okay. To answer your question, Dad said
2: he don't have anything. No, I don't have nothing.
3: Amen. Now, uh, what about you, Miss Rose? You got anything that you wanted to? Um, any anything that stuck out to you?
0: No. Just that um, those feast days. Do they go what what calendars do they go by? The Jewish calendar.
3: amen yeah they follow a, um a, a jewish a jewish calendar amen and when you go back to um the exodus story and the passover you can trace that back um and remember when they came out of the out of the land and they had they the jesus instituted the passover on 11 bread it said that, that was the first month mm-hmm. and so it's a jewish calendar um amen and so i'm, I'm not an expert on it but um we could probably go into that a little bit more on the next uh, sermon and kind of explore that a little bit more because it's 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 not exactly the same as um, this calendar that we follow, which is a Gregorian or a Greek calendar that we follow. You know, Monday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, uh-huh. or you know, Monday would be the first day, um, okay. and then Sunday being the last day. In their calendar, um, in our our ancient calendar, it would, um, the Sabbath day was the first day of the week, so Saturday was the first day of the week. And then the months were a little bit different.
1: Mm -hmm. They
3: were, um, if I'm not mistaken, a month and a half removed from uh, our calendar. So a month and a half difference behind.
0: Mm -hmm. So these feast days, will we have to follow them when once Christ comes back. Will they go back to those feast days again?
3: Amen. You know what? That's, that's a good question. I don't know. The only thing that that I've ever seen in Scripture uh, is in Zechariah, what we just read about the Feast of Tabernacles. It says that, and that's the only one that that uh, that I can say yes, we will have to have to uh, we will be following is the mm-hmm. Feast of Tabernacles. And it Mm -hmm. says that every nation will come up to give an offering on the Feast of Tabernacles. So that's the only one that I can see as the reason why Jesus led me to Revelation 19 that would be uh, followed when Jesus comes back. All the other ones, uh, I haven't uh, seen anything. Jesus hasn't told me anything about being in scripture about any of the other feast days. Amen. Mm -hmm. Okay, that's it. Amen. So I hope you guys um, enjoyed this. And again, we'll we'll touch uh, just on a little bit more of the Feast Days of Joy. Amen. In the next sermon. And again, we appreciate you guys coming. We appreciate you guys' uh, fellowship. Amen. And on our family call, um, we're going to be calling you guys um, tomorrow and you know, over the next few days. Um, and we're going to go a little bit more into uh, the Feast of Dedication and what that's all about, a little bit more of the story. Amen. Mm-hmm. So, um, and again, it's traditionally called Hanukkah. Amen. Oh, Amen. And so, again, um, and I, we've, we've uh, mentioned this before. If you guys um, on the East Coast uh, want to uh, go deeper into your prayers, um, lilac Ministry does a, uh, something they call Hallelujah Night, where they really uh, press in with a prayer. Uh, It's tonight, Saturday night, every Saturday night at 1030 Eastern Standard Time. So if you guys, um, if anybody is um, wants to go deeper into their prayers, calling on the name of Jesus, Um, you know, you experience a lot of breakthroughs and we've experienced a lot of breakthroughs. And a lot of the uh, the folks that get on the calls um, can testify to that. Amen. Please get on, just go to lilacministry.org, uh, lilac.org, click the um, Zoom call button or live call, join call button, and just type in the number seven for the password and get right on. It starts right at uh, 10.30, I'm sorry. Amen. And we're usually um, on here right around 5.30 um, Eastern Standard Time. We saw it a little bit later today, but Amen. We really appreciate you guys coming. We love y'all so much. I really hope y'all enjoyed this. I did. Amen. I did too. Amen. Amen.
1: So, so we're gonna yeah, we to touch on this just a little
3: bit more on the on the next one. So we are just touching on this a little bit more. Amen. And yeah, we, we love y'all so much. Thank y'all love for, for joining us. Thank y'all for being consistent.
1: Mm-hmm
3: got to keep the faith. No worries. No worries. I think we getting as much out of it as you are. Amen.
2: <laughs> I know yeah, I we, am. I actually
3: <laughs> really enjoy doing these. <laughs> the amen. We're going to get, these, get these, these two boys to bed because they fight and sleep. Okay. Oh, my. <laughs> All right, y'all. <laughs> All right.